0: everybody. Welcome back to Krista Living Sober podcast. I've been putting together uh, my words down on paper because it's easier for me to communicate that way, I guess. Um, And... Something stood out to me last week, and it was the word grace. So, today's episode is called By the Grace of God. Divine grace is a theological term present in many different religions. It has been defined as the divine influence which operates in humans to regenerate and sanctify to inspire virtues, to strengthen and endure, and most of all, to resist temptation. Sometimes we fall short of grace. Some days we are going to be harder than other days. And there will be moments where we feel so defeated and so down. I refer to these moments as dark moments because these moments are made up of ugly, obsessive thought patterns. And in these moments, I become mean. I become criticizing to myself. And it's me at my lowest point. They are dark moments because they make me feel so sad and down and depressed and these moments push me further away from God's grace and in these moments is when I need God the most. In these past dark moments, they influenced me to drink way too much and eventually led me to blacking out, which also made me a total mess and out of control. These were the moments where I started seeing red, you know, when everything in sight pisses you off and you're mad and you're angry and upset and you can't calm down. It's like a switch was turned on inside of my mind. There was no going back. And sometimes, you know, you end up in a psych ward or locked up in a jail cell. Yeah. So too many times and too many nights I have ended up one or too many different similar ways. And I was lonely, and I was afraid, but I never realized that God was there. But I also alienated myself back then, and I made myself an easy target for the devil to rip into me and to let his demons work their way into my soul when I repeatedly opened the door for them by drinking and using these drugs. So these dark moments I now experience in my life, I have to face them head on and face first because I am sober, but these new dark moments are shorter and that is because I am able, I have ability to handle and control these emotions, moments, um, emotional moments better than I used to be able to. When I let my emotions get under my skin and affect me personally, then that becomes a slippery, dangerous slope. Because it's so easy for me to be manipulated by these dark, evil thoughts and emotions that are sometimes inside my mind. And for me, I let them simmer inside of myself. And then what happens is they have been simmering inside for too long and eventually end up exploding And I lose my shit. And I lose all self-control. And, you know, if there was even self-control anyways, you know, that's what happens when we try to control things. When I try to control things, I literally have no control over anything. I break down. I feel alone. I feel defeated. And I am lost on life's path in these dark moments. And those dark moments have the potential to turn even darker. You know, I could relapse or whatever it might be. But do you see where I'm going with all of this? God's grace is crucial in these dark moments to defeat the darkness. The human parts of ourselves get so easily distracted And sometimes we let these dark moments, the evil thoughts and feelings, and sometimes actions get the better of us. Sometimes we get so consumed by these dark forces. These dark moments can become the time where, the times where we find ourselves stuck in a depressed rut, feeling like there's no way out, and it can become a dangerous cycle. God's grace in these times is crucial. God's grace is available to us when we make the effort to reach out and to take hold of it. A lady in our AA meeting once said, when I say I am alone and I feel like I am alone, I am not because I have God. And she was right. We are never alone. I know that I am not alone. I also know that there's going to be constant changes and emotional disturbances in my life and in these dark moments i am going to have to remember to let it all go and give it all to god i am stronger today than i was two to three years ago and i look back on my past and i and when my dark moments took over myself i turned to binge drinking which turned into blackouts Which turned into being admitted to random hospital emergency rooms. Which turned into being arrested multiple times. And sitting in jail cells. Which turned into waiting in courtrooms. But you know what I have today? I no longer have to experience these dark moments. And they don't have any control over my life. Reflecting on God's word helps tremendously and if you're not a spiritual person like I say all the time you don't have to worship God you can worship Lord Shiva Buddha Allah Yahweh you know anyone as long as you're following a prophet who carries a positive message and is and should be legit you know what I mean like you shouldn't probably enter a cult that probably wouldn't be the best thing to do but You know, when you go down the righteous pathways and follow these righteous prophets, what do you have to lose? You know, find something in one of these prophets or find a higher power of your choosing that will lead you to divine power. This divine power is hidden within all of us. God is a universal truth in all religions across many different cultures. You don't have to just read the Bible read the Bhagavad Gita, read the Quran. There are so many different kinds of spiritual books and ancient texts out there for us to read, and it doesn't hurt. When you break up with your addictions, you finally come to realize that you were so much better than alcohol and than any other drug ever was, and you really don't need them. You come to realize life's truth, and you can experience all the beauty that exists. Amazing things start happening when you allow God's grace to start working in your life. And I'm sorry about all the background noise because my dogs, they're going crazy. <laughs> In a Bible study class we had at the Salvation Army, the major talked about God's grace, and the scripture reading was from Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. It's about how we used to live in our past lives and about our past selves, and how we used to walk with the spirits of the air instead of walking with Christ. We previously used to be deserving of God's wrath because of our sins. But because of his great love for us, God, who was rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. And it is by grace that we have been saved. The major was talking about our past self, when we were stuck in addictive, sorry, stuck in active addictions, and we were truthfully dead in our transgressions and in our sins. The way we used to live life was a sinful life. It brought about so much darkness and strife. And I mean, honestly, what good comes from being sinful and letting these dark forces control our lives? We don't have to live like that anymore. In the book Breaking Point by Michael Dow, he writes about living a life like Christ in freedom and having a relationship with God. In the eighth chapter, he explains what it's like Having God's grace at a level of our understanding, it takes a wholehearted dependency in and on the grace of God in order for this life in Christ to be successful. In other words, we cannot do life on our own. It takes Jesus to follow Jesus. Grace is the empowerment to fulfill the invitation of Jesus to deny self and follow him, follow the the divine. Grace is the power to deny the self and the empowerment to live a life like Jesus as we follow him and he is formed in us. Many people in Eastern cultures do this on a daily basis. And I'm not saying that we should give up our lives and follow the past. I mean, sorry. um, Like we shouldn't give us, give up our lives and follow on a path to become a Buddhist monk, you know, like, although some days I wish I could, become that zen and chill and just sit in meditation and not let anything affect me. Um, But I can say that we all probably live in a self-absorbed life. And in this book, Michael Doe argues that it takes the grace of God to take our eyes off of ourselves so that we can keep them upon Jesus. Without grace, we can't do anything. Grace helps lift our eyes from being self- absorbed grace allows us to become unblinded by all these worldly earthly things and we have to deny ourselves like in the ancient texts from the yoga sutras and from the path of enlightenment well a lot of well a lot of this stuff is from different Buddhist and spiritual teachings and it says that we have to become nothing to become whole we must learn how to leave our ego ourselves behind us and learn to live a life separate from our minds and all these worldly illusions. The hardest part in any of this is hailing from our past shit or recovering from our addictions is a denial part. The de- the definition of denial is the state that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of that truth. Like when we first come into the halls of recovery, we have to first admit we are powerless and that we have a problem, and then we see that we are in denial to that unmanageable problem. We humans never want to admit our mistakes and our wrongs. That would be just so diminishing, right? Jesus gives us a chance to pick up the cross and to follow him. So, like when Jesus picks up his cross, when they make him drag it through the streets to his untimely death, He did that for us, to have the same grace that he did, and we must never forget that Jesus died for our sins on the cross, and now he lets us pick up that same cross. We get to walk with him. And he says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross and follow me. He was talking to his disciples here, his followers, but we are all Jesus' disciples when we choose to walk a path with Jesus to righteousness. But when we choose a path, there can be no other agenda. You get it? So we must deny ourselves. We must leave the life we built around ourselves for so long in the past so that we can start fresh and new. God sent his son Jesus to earth to look after us, to look after the men and the women of this earthly realm who are lost, who have no agenda, and who need saving. Those of us without an agenda or weapons in the hands of God against all the evil forces that roam the earthly realm. Those of us who need saving and those of us who have become dead to ourselves and who have come alive in God. If you really stop and think of how beautiful and powerful it is that Jesus came to earth to save us from sin and evil without having any other agendas for himself. He was selfless. We get to share in all of that by living in God's grace. When we are in moments of realization and have strayed from the path of light, like the dark moments I was talking about in the beginning of all of this, then we lose that presence of Jesus and God and the connection of the Holy Spirit gets diminished. It is in these moments that we must remember to stop and return to a place where we know we can come back into the light. God's grace will only guide us if we're 100% for Him and for God. Many of us are still selfish and only care about our own businesses and ask God to follow us and bless us, but what we don't understand is that it doesn't work like that. We cannot be lukewarm with one foot in heaven and one foot in hell, committing sin, laying in bed with the devil, and asking God to bless us at the same time. You get that? So we have to fully... Surrender to God and walk on the path with Jesus for God's grace to work for us and in our lives. We are saved by God's grace, His unmerited favor, which is a gift, something that is not of ourselves. It takes a wholehearted dependency on the grace of God in order for a life in Christ to be successful. So, in other words, we cannot do it on our own. When I was sitting, And in my dark moments of the past, I didn't feel comfortable receiving God's grace. Now I can receive something so great from God that before I felt I didn't deserve it because I felt unworthy. But now I am worthy and I see that and I know that I can fully receive God's grace. Turning ourselves over to the grace of God does that. Okay? God empowers us to do something. It says in Hebrews 4.16, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So first we come to God to find that unmerited favor, and then we come to God to be empowered. God wants our grace to be Jesus-centered because for so long we were stuck in our sinful nature of doing and thinking we became very self-centered along the way. And personally, because I let myself become distracted, I, um, I got absorbed with these worldly things and with worldly beliefs. And I pushed myself farther away from God and farther away from letting myself live, act, and think like Jesus. You know, that's when I lost my faith. That's when I separated myself from faith because, you know, I didn't believe in it. I didn't want it. And that's me, you know, pushing myself farther away from the light inside of us, farther away from God and the spirit and anything that's divine. You know, I didn't act from a place of grace and I wasn't fully surrendered to God. And I know that without grace that God has given me through His Son, Jesus Christ, without God in general, my life would be so miserable and so hard, and I wouldn't be able to do it. I know the enemy would be a destructive force. A woman came to talk to us one night while I was in the Salvation Army, and she told us her story of how she was battling with addictions and drinking, and then she had to battle a fight with cancer. And she became so sick that she ended up having to lose her lung. But by the grace of God, he performed a miracle on her body. And her body grew back a whole entire new lung in the place where the doctors had removed the previous cancerous lung. She said it was 100% because she had turned her life and her will completely over to God, surrendering to him. And he started working miracles in her life. And she said when she surrendered to God, she was saved by the grace of God. And I truly believe that there is a bright light and that the divine truth exists in us all. The dark moments we may experience from time to time in the dark thoughts, feelings, and emotions that arise are all illusions that the devil puts in place to trick us, to confuse us, to take us down. So for me, I have been in that darkness, I have seen that darkness, and I never want to let those evil forces of the world take me down ever again. Following Jesus and living a life for the divine is the best thing that I ever did, and I see it work in other people's lives too. You know, like they say in NA, us addicts might end up in jails, institutions, or death, you know, we might die. And what does and what does a lot of these places have in common? You know, think about it. So the darkness, demons hide and lurk in the shadows, waiting to take out the people who need saving, waiting to take out the people who need Jesus. And I am living proof that when you choose to follow Jesus and when you learn to live a life for God, and with the Holy Spirit working inside of you, there will become brighter and happier days. There will Those days will be ahead of you, and you will live in the light, and there will be no room for evil. God's grace is such a beautiful gift. So maybe this Easter, when we remember why Jesus died on the cross, instead of worrying about the Easter bunny and candy, let's remember that Jesus died for our sins when he was hung on the cross, and that we can also be thankful And remember all the gifts we get to enjoy because of that, you know, for it is by the grace of God that we have been saved through faith. And this is not from ourselves. It is the gift from God. And, you know, grace is so amazing. I live such a different life today, and I can't stress to you enough how God's grace guides me. So when I get into these dark moments, you know, I always remember my faith and my grace that God has. And, hold on, dogs. Anyway, my dogs need to go for a walk, so I'm going to leave you guys here. Um, But yeah, just take the time, read some spiritual books, you know, Find God's grace and stop giving yourself over to darkness. Stay tuned for episode 7 and I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening today. Have a blessed Wednesday. Um, Yeah, I love you guys. Thank you.